Hey guys, welcome back to the ninth episode of Doing Sean Dirt. It is February 21st, 2023. I'm your host, Evan McCrory, and thanks for coming back for another episode. I know it's been about two weeks since the last one, since the freeze, but I was out of town in Florida, took my girlfriend to her first race, see the All-Stars, Circuit of Champions Sprint Cars down to East Bay. She had an awesome time. She really enjoyed it, and that, that made me really happy. Tyler Courtney won in an amazing battle over Justin Peck. It was an awesome night. I got to interview one of my favorite guys, Wayne Johnson. He he's awesome and just uh just as nice as ever. Give me a little bit of time to talk to him. Uh, his whole crew is awesome. But yeah, we've had a lot of stuff happening. I got a host today, or I got a guest today. I'm the host. I think that's how that works. But my guest today is John Ruggiero Jr. He is a 602 and 604 late model driver at Cherokee. Uh, usually he won 17 races last year, including the Turkey race at Swainsboro. Uh, he, uh, this is my longest interview I've done. It went over 30 minutes. It was so awesome to have him on the show. We, me and him really clicked. I feel like he's a really cool dude. I can't wait to see him in a week or two at March Madness or even possibly this weekend at Harris. I don't really see myself making it up there this weekend, but... Yeah, really happy to have him on. I got a couple more guests I'm kind of talking to, and I, I got a couple guys like, yeah, I'm coming on, and then we're just working on having times, having open times, meeting up with each other to get them on, get them on the show. But yeah, we had some people win some Gators down in Volusia, including Mr. Tim McCready. He was the most consistent person in the entire Speed Weeks, all the way from Volusia first for the first two Outlaw Nights. Um... He kind of faded away and wasn't seen as much from Golden Isles to the beginning of East Bay. So, like, the couple nights at Golden Isles and Alltech. I don't remember seeing him a lot. But also, that was like a month ago, so I could just be blanking and just be wrong. <laughs> but since East Bay and especially back at Volusia, he's just been on top of it. He's most consistent and won the Gator over Hudson O'Neill, which Hudson O'Neill, like, that first week and a half, two speed weeks, like, everybody's like, oh, no. Rocket, Rocket's going down without Shepard. Uh, Hudson's disappointing so far. And then he's shut everybody up since he got that first win at East Bay during the week. But if I'm not wrong, he got that East Bay win during the first couple of nights when it wasn't for points and Davenport and some of the other guys were not running. Davenport, Thornton, McCready, a couple of other guys, they weren't running those first couple of days at East Bay. So that could have made people not think as much about that win. But since the end of East Bay and all of Volusia, Hudson's a top three driver right now with the most momentum with how good he was doing, especially at 23 to first run he had on Saturday night was just simply incredible. And just, I've always really liked Hudson. He, I don't think he's been one of my favorites personally, but I've always respected him. He's a really cool dude. Nice to talk to. I've talked to him once or twice. Uh, just happy for him and Rocket's success, trying to get the monkey off the back for Rocket to start off the year after being dominated, uh, what was it, 14 straight? Well, Longhorns went a Wild West shootout and started Speed Weeks, and uh, okay, hear me out. I think I might have said this in the last episode two weeks ago, but Double Nickel broke the, got a, got a major late model win before Rocket. With Ross Bales picking up that, what was it, 10K? Yeah, uh, 10K to win at Scriven. But I, I've, I'm done talking about Scriven. It's been beaten to by a dead horse in the first nine episodes of this podcast and doing much on dirt on in general. But uh, I don't even know if I said my name earlier. I'm Evan McCrory. I'm your host. And I think I have one hat available, the first version of the Do Much on Dirt hat. Uh, white Doomwich letters with a black and red late model with on dirt on the bottom. Gray and black Richardson 112. Um, I might still have one available that's not claimed for. So if you're interested, uh, please send me a message on anything. My personal personal accounts, Doomwich on Dirt accounts, go for it. I also have plenty of stickers. If you want some stickers, just send me a message. I'll send you stickers for free. Go for it. You're just putting, putting me out there. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate everybody for the support. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even a little bit on TikTok. I'm going to post a little bit on there, I guess. But I'll like to start doing vlog type stuff. I, I was planning to do it for Scribing, but I was kind of just engulfed in that whole weekend and really just 
enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm really happy my girlfriend enjoyed her first race at East Bay. She was even taking videos trying to make content for me, which was so cute to me. Uh, I, I didn't, I honestly didn't think she would like it. I feel like she'll get tired of it if she goes a lot. <laughs> and the reason why she hasn't gone before is because we're long distance. You actually hear me talk about that with uh, John later, but once she comes out, she'll probably be coming with me decently, uh, pretty regularly. I feel like, and if she still enjoys it, if she enjoys it, and actually wants to go, I'll invite her every time I go. But there's one other thing I want to go over before we get to John Ruggiero Jr. He, uh, we have the Ultimate Southeast Late Models schedule and the HOA schedule. It's just a couple of races sprinkled in there. And I'm just going to go over that because that's the schedule you've been waiting the longest for. Uh, taking the longest. It's the last like major late model series schedule we've been waiting for, I believe. Uh, it came out around the same time as the XR Working Man series, which I think I already missed the opportunity to talk about that as well. Uh, the XR Superman, not Superman, Working Man series is going to be at Cherokee four times. They're going to be there May 25th, and they're going to be at the Blue Gray 100, and a prelude to the finals. I think that's at four nights, three total uh, event weekends or days. I know the one in May is on a Thursday. That's awesome. That's bringing some big racing into Cherokee. And I'm excited to see how that goes. Uh, Cherokee needs it after not having a Lucas or Outlaw race this year, and Lucas being canceled the last two years. I talk. I also talked about that with John too. Uh, John was uh, John was awesome in the interview. Uh, you guys are gonna hear that in a little bit, but I'm gonna just quickly go through this ultimate schedule and point out a couple of things. Uh, to point this out, the HOA series of the Heart of America. It's more of a Midwest part of Ultimate. Kind of like the Southeast is, I would say, the bigger part of it. And then even below that, you have Fast Tracks, which is 5K to win only. is more of a rotating deal for tracks, and they like to be spread out and around. I believe Benji Hicks is a national champion of Fast Tracks, if I'm not wrong, 2017-2018. Shout out Double Nickel. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to go quick over Ultimate Schedule. You got Lakeview, April 8th, 5K to win. Rome, Speedway in Georgia, 5K to win April 15th. Also, April 15th is 10K to win for Paragon Speedway for Heart of America. April 22nd is going to be County Line, 5K to win in Elm City, North Carolina. There's a good chance I'll be up there for that with a couple of buddies. April 29th is going to be, hopefully, hopefully, the return for MODOK. MODOK, South Carolina, Little River Speedway, 5,000 to win on April 29th. I really hope this happens. I confirmed with somebody, like, hey... This got taken off, uh, Little River got taken off this series schedule. Are you sure they're going to be running these races? And my my source told me yes, they, the, that they're planning to. Now we still have a little over two months, two months and a week until that happens. I, I'd like to see more from, the, from them posting online and giving us updates. Uh, I probably need to reach out to somebody there. I don't really know who to contact, but... Uh, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to try to, maybe I would love to even have the promoter or owner of Little River come on, explain what's been happening since the last, I would like them to go through a full timeline of everything that's happened from the last race in September of 2021, which was a uh, dirt car, was it one of the Dry Dean races? Yeah, it was a Dry Dean Extreme Dirt Car race. Brandt Overton won, I believe that was 10 or 15K to win. I was there for half the night. I had my nephew with me. He was just turned five at the time didn't stay the whole night but yeah after little rivers return hopefully they're gonna be at lancaster for may 6 5k to win awesome and then it's gonna be two heart of america races it's gonna be circle city and clarksville in indianapolis indiana and clarksville tennessee respectively these are also gonna be bonus races for the southeast which means how i interpreted it if you run this race as an ultimate driver, run for ultimate points, and you run an HOA race or HOA guy running a Southeast bonus race, you get your uh, worst finish and your designated series eliminated and replaced by this bonus race you run. And not every race is a bonus race. 
Just these May 19th and May 30th, Circle City, Clarksville are bonus races for Southeast. Then we'll get into a couple of the others in a minute. June 3rd, Halifax County in Littleton, North Carolina. That's 5K to win. June 24th, Sumter Speedway, 5K to win. I have one issue with this, and that is because it's going to be... I don't know how this is going to go, because the same day, Clash is going to be at Lakeview. And they're both in the same region, like the eastern part of South Carolina. They're the only two dirt tracks in the area, if you think about it. Which, I, I want, I'm very curious to see how that's going to do for car counts. When both these series don't have insane car counts in the first place, if that's fair for me to say. It depends what you think a good car count is. But I, I'm just very interested to see if you're not a full guy running for these points, where you're going to be. Like if you're if you're a Ross Bales, or if you're a Southeast guy that is isn't committed to one of these series, a uh, Kenny Collins, a Benji, uh, any of those guys. Like if what are you going to do that weekend, and what's going to be your motive of picking one in between the other? Because I believe they're both five k to win. Not confirmed on that for the class race. But after June 24th, there is going to be 5K to win at Sonoya for the Ultimate uh, Southeast Late Models. And also, I believe it's May 5th and 6th, is going to be the Peach Pit 40 for the SCDRA. It's going to be their first trip to Sonoya. I think that's an awesome pick for a track for them. I really think it is. And I'll be excited to see that one. Also, like I said, don't think I'm going to be at that one. I'd love to. I'd love to be at the whole SCDRA schedule since it's like a once a month thing. I will probably be at the Rebel Yell in July back at Screvin. I I really enjoyed it, but like I said, don't talk with Screvin until that Rebel Yell. <laughs> um, July eighth, there back to Lancaster. Another five K to win. July twenty second is gonna be an HOA race at Richmond. That's five K to win at Richmond, Kentucky. August 5th is going to be a bonus race for HOA down in Sumter. It's another Sumter race. That's 10K to win at Sumter, which that's a huge. 1,000 to start. Awesome for them. Then a week later, they're going to be over at Lakeview. 5K to win. Good to see them there again. March 18th and 19th is going to be $20,059 to win. Richmond Raceway, $1,000 to start. And it's a bonus race for Southeast. Huge race at Richmond. I would like to see that one. September 2nd is going to be... Oh, wait, no, skip one. August 26th with Raceway, 10K to win, 1,000 to start. Bonus race for HOA, which I feel like that's the most attainable for the HOA guys getting into Virginia, even though that is a long, windy drive. If you've made that 7781 drive through Virginia, you understand. I haven't been to with, but I've made that drive a couple of times. I would love to stop there. Back to September 2nd, Red Hill Raceway, Sumner, Illinois. That's a bonus race for Southeast, 10K to win. I don't see any Southeast guys going to Illinois to try to get a race replaced. I could see them going to Thunder Hill the next week in, what town is that in? Summertown, Tennessee. That's a bonus race for Southeast, 10K to win, 1,000 to start. Week later, back to Little River, hopefully, 5K to win. And then 13th and 14th, to finish off the HOA, it's going to be Richmond Raceway for 3000 and 5000 to win. Uh, I'm, I really enjoy the schedule. Uh, a couple of notable tracks not on there that I'm not too sure if they are on the schedule for, just ones just pointing out. No Cherokee, no Fayetteville, no Brasstown uh, Tri-County, trying to think what other ones am I missing uh, I wouldn't think East Lincoln or Carolina would have one no Carolina's a clash track we all know that uh, very happy to see Sumter have a couple big races there uh, very happy to see Little River hopefully making their return uh, I am going to be a little cautious on saying that until I get definitive answers from the people running it and promoting but I'm not against this I honestly I, I, I like the schedule. I, it keeps uh, keeps you in order. It keeps you in the area. It's not far, far drives for a lot of the southeast guys. If you're staying just southeast only, you're not going to run any bonus races. And let's say you're in, 
like the upstate South Carolina area or like Charlotte area. I know it's a big region, but your farthest race realistically is Sonoya, Ro Rome, depending where you're at, County Line, Halifax, and With. I think With is the overall farthest. Uh, from here in Columbia, I think With is about three and a half, four. I don't know. I've usually made that drive in the middle of the night. But I think um, about all the stuff to talk about before we get into guests today. John Ruggiero Jr. Awesome time with him. I hope you guys really enjoy. And I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Today's episode, I will be joined by guest John Ruggiero Jr., he runs weekly, usually at Cherokee and Harris, and he's getting ready for his 2023 season. Uh, he runs 602 and 604 late models. How you doing, buddy? Not bad, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Uh, what was it? Mon it's still Monday. I thought it was Tuesday already, but <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like a long weekend. Well, I had a long weekend the week before out, out of town and stuff, but uh, yeah, how was uh, practice? Uh, what was it? Saturday or Sunday at Cherokee? Yeah, we went to uh, Harris on Saturday uh, with our 602 car and uh, went to Cherokee Sunday with our 602 car. And fortunately, uh, felt pretty good both days. Just um, there actually wasn't anybody to judge times off of. Everybody at Harris had a Blue Ridge Outlaw car okay, or a uh, or a 604. And then the um, Cherokee had all 604s. So we were kind of judging our times off of them and, you know, felt decent. So hopefully, uh, you know, that uh, leads us to believe we got something you know competitive this year and we'll try to see how we do this saturday at harris speedway for our first race of the year awesome uh are you gonna be running cherokee on sunday too after harris or just yeah, so i'm not exactly sure it, right as of right now we plan on going to harris saturday seeing how our uh how we do and how the tires play out if we have tires left we'll probably try to get the 604 ready and go to harris on or i'm sorry go to cherokee on sunday and if if not then uh we decided would we'll have save everything and get ready for March Madness, which is the following week, um, yep. which I kind of look forward to. It's always a really big event at Cherokee, as you know. So yep. uh, we'll just have to see. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be at March Madness, but I'm definitely considering right now being at Harris or Cherokee. Harris is uh, – what's the name of the event? Uh, Winter Rumble or – Yeah, I do believe they're calling it the Winter Rumble. I'm not exactly sure if that's correct, but I know uh, it's in a it while. should be a pretty good turnout, I'm hoping. I know Fayetteville's running uh, 602s and 604s as well that weekend, so – um, car count might not be, you know, what we would hope for, but uh, it's always a good way to kick the year off and just see see where we stack up against the guys that are going to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always good to just see where you're at in the beginning of the year. I know uh, Fayetteville is running Wednesday through Saturday. I was thinking, I was thinking about Fayetteville uh, too because I have a buddy up there. I go go with him to it. But uh, so what what's usually like the time difference uh, between like the Blue Ridge 525 uh, motors, the 602s, and the 604s usually. Um, so like the 604s and 602s, I've, I've kind of noticed you'll see anywhere from four or three to four tenths. Really. I mean, if you're within three tenths of a 604, I feel like you're hauling the mail, but typically like when you look at lap times from a good 604 at Cherokee to a good 602, you're looking at about four tenths. And then the 525s are roughly, I would say two to three tenths faster than a 604 is, okay. um, so it just varies. And then a lot of like some of the Blue Ridge guys have side you know, some built motors and then built motors are quite yeah. a bit quicker, mm -hmm. uh, you know, upwards of half a second to seven tenths of a second faster. Yeah, I've I've seen the difference in those. Like I what was the last place I saw Blue Ridge? Blue, last time I saw Blue Ridge was at East Lincoln and like they they fly around East Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, they, they I mean, like I said, some of the boys got some pretty big motors and it's actually yeah. really cool to see just because the rule packages they have are so uh, across the board you can have a 525 and way less and you know have big sideboards on the car like old old style and then you know if you have a big built motor you got to run uh you know no sideboard and you got to weigh more and put yep. a hard tire in right rear so it's a pretty cool series and i like i like watching the races just because i always put on a pretty good show i do too i think i might try to make it up to Ch uh not Cherokee, uh carolina for their opener uh, i did see that yeah i think that's gonna be a pretty good event yeah, I think it is too. I saw uh, Kyle Armstrong, a couple of those other guys talking about. It, it seems good. I, I've I've enjoyed them each time I saw them. They're not gonna, they're not one of the series I'm following for late models. I'm gonna be pretty much following uh, Ultimate and Clash. Yep. 
So that means I'll be at Cherokee a lot, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cherokee is one of the tracks I'm uh, going to be following besides Carolina and East Lincoln. Uh, pretty much just East Lincoln because I I know a little bit of people there and I've been there a bunch. Yep. Uh, so I, I uh, did you actually see the flip that Buddy Olds had uh, in the Enduro the other day there? So I did see a video on Facebook and I was shocked to say the least. Um, yeah. You know, never good when you see that happen, but fortunately I do believe, which is obviously all yeah. that matters. But I, I suppose they can get like that, and I've I've watched a few videos online and seen some of them and uh them boys definitely uh they put on a show to say the least yeah they they do i i really enjoy enduros because you, you just get all types of people out there you get actual racers and you just get random people that just get a junk car and go out there like it's really it's really entertaining what type of stuff goes on in those carolina east lincoln does have a good run of those shows like uh i think every september now carolina's running a 10k to win enduro i have seen that yeah last year they did it i believe and uh I know my little brother was talking about doing it, but he never did follow through with it. But yeah. uh, I thought that would have been funny to watch him out there. If I remember right, Ben Watkins was in the was yes Duro. Yeah, I remember. I think that. I saw his name on Nitrous. I think you're right. Yeah. I saw yeah Mark Abernathy post it. Uh, I have that. So are you gonna be running uh, just six hundred twos this year, or are you gonna be running six hundred fours or other stuff? Oh uh, yeah. So primarily, we're gonna run our six hundred two car mostly for local shows, and then there's a few shows we plan on hitting. I, I think. Um, you know, Cherokee's got a 5,000 to win. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think there's a I'm trying to remember now, there's a 13,000 to win down in North Georgia, um, which yeah. I've never been there. And we're kind of kind of up in the air on that whole deal. I just got to see what the format looks like before we make a decision. And then, you know, our 604 car, we're gonna run. Uh, I think last year we only ran seven or eight races with that car, and this year is probably gonna be very similar. Um, okay, it's just it's hard to run like. It's hard to run a weekly show with that car. Um, <laughs> I feel like to be competitive, it takes a lot, uh, and, and I feel like everybody would agree. And not that the 602 doesn't, but you just feel like you can get by with a little crappier tires or you mm. know, just whatever the case might be on a 602 car, where the 604, I feel like you got to unload with pretty fresh stuff. It ain't got to be new, but it's got to be you know, pretty decent tires and, and all that just to compete, and it's just really tough to uh, afford that car each and every week. So for us, we'll just save it and – you know, run, run bigger shows. If we're competitive, if we're not competitive, I'll keep it in the shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand that. Uh, so you were very successful last year overall. What'd you have? Uh, how many wins you finished with last year? 18, 19? Uh, no, it was uh 17. Oh, um, we ran, <laughs> we ran 26 races total and we won 17 of them. Very, very fortunate. Uh, it was almost one of them years where you, you almost feel like you can do no wrong. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. we did, even when I didn't feel good in the car, we still had some decent speed. And uh, it was a year I'll probably never forget just because it, uh, it was such a fun time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I imagine. That's the type of year everybody kind of wishes they could have. And a lot of guys don't honestly get that. And it's awesome to see you're very thankful for it. And you, you kind of already know it's like, yeah, it's going to be hard to top that. <laughs> it's going to be hard to top that on a local level, really. Oh, no, 100%. That's why, like, you know, you you obviously want to be happy and whatever. Uh, I guess you say confident leaving 2022 and coming into this year. But, man, this sport will humble you in a second. So, for me, it's like, yeah, that was cool. And, you know, I'm thankful. But now we got to gear up and get ready for this year. And if we don't go out, you know, if we go out there and win three races this year, uh, I'm still going to be, you know, happy for the opportunity my parents give me. Uh, each and every week and even if we don't aren't as successful as last year as long as we go out there and do our best each and every week that's all you can ask for you know going back to your uh parents and stuff how did you get into racing when did you start racing and just how did everything start for you uh so we were or i was born in new jersey and my family lived up there their whole lives and then my dad always raced uh asphalt uh between asphalt street stocks uh sk modifieds and then a few late model shows and then he actually moved down here uh, to work in NASCAR, and uh, so he brought us down. I only I only lived there for like two or three years, so I've basically been here my whole life. But um, after that, you know, he quit racing, and then I got to be like nine. I think it was eight uh, whenever I got my first quarter midget, and didn't start racing until I was nine. Uh, ran nose for three years. Followed uh, or ran over at NCQMA, which is an awesome yep. facility owned by the the uh, Labonis, and I then have, we got to the point where. Uh, do his, what? 
I have a buddy, his kid is uh, almost five and he's starting over there right now. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. That was probably some of the most fun I've ever had just because as a kid, you don't, you know, you're, I guess the big picture isn't there for you. So you're just having fun. You got all your other buddies there racing with you. Uh, you know, it's a really, really good time. I would recommend Quarterman just to anybody that wants to get started in racing just because um, I can look back on those days and just laugh like, man, what a fun time that was, you know. But um, from there, we actually sold those, and I went straight to a late model. I was uh, 12. I didn't start racing it until I was 13. Mm. And um, it's been a long road. I've been doing it. This is my 11th season or 12th season. I have to look back. Um and yeah, I've just been running late model, mainly uh, all local stuff for quite a few years. And then I, I would say the last two or three years, we traveled around, not like consistently, but we would go to Florida um, or go to, uh, there's a track in Georgia called Swainsboro. I love that place. Yeah, I saw um, you won there at the end of the year last year. Yeah, that was incredible. I still can't get over that weekend. That was something I, uh, I've been going down to Swainsboro for that Turkey 100 for like, I think eight years it was. And um and just, I mean, I make the show, I make the show probably every other year. Like we weren't anywhere even close and we knew that, but as we, I went down the year before, uh, 2021 or whatever. And man, we ran fourth, I believe it was, but I felt really good. I just had a long, a long run car. Like we had too many cautions and I just could mm-hmm. not fire off to save my life. And then I just kept um, do what everybody just kept getting grouped up and stuff. Yes. And then as we went back this year, or sorry, last year, uh, went back down there and I, I felt good about what we had. And man, right from the time we unloaded, we had good speed um, and just was fortunate enough to win both days, which was incredible. Like I said, I was so freaking happy I couldn't get over it because I've been going there so long and I wanted that turkey trophy so bad. So to finally get it, I, I'm just, I'm still thrilled about that one. Yeah, it, that's an awesome race. I've I've known about that one for a while. Kept up with it some. It, it was awesome to see you win. I've I've just known your name in general, just around everywhere, seeing keeping up with Cherokee and everything. It was happy. It was awesome to see Cherokee guy win that one. Um, so you're gonna be mostly sticking around Harrison Cherokee again this year, mostly in the six hundred two. Uh, yes, for sure. Like that'll be our uh, you know majority of the races we run. I'm probably gonna run. Um, I think, you know, like Mideast goes to Carolina, I think in April or something like that, you know, we'll go there. Yep, they go. Um, I'm not sure. Cause I'm trying to think Well, friendship shut down. I don't even know. Nope. There's a, probably a few other tracks I can think of, but primarily it will just be Harris and Cherokee. And then we'll try to run some bigger shows throughout the year, as long as we're running good. Um, Are you around the Cherokee, like Harris area, like Spartanburg area? No. Uh, Cause I saw East yeah. Lincoln, East Lincoln's probably 15 minutes from my house. Like I, I live up in Lincolnton. And, yeah, I saw um, that on your Facebook. So yeah, for me, like I, you know, that's my uh, my local track to me. But Cherokee's only 45 minutes. Harris is like an hour, hour and ten. Um, it's pretty. Like, we're in a pretty good location because like I can go to Carolina. That's 40 minutes. Um, you know, Charlotte at the end of the year is 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go. A lot of the tracks are close. Like if I go you know, within two hours of the house, I can probably hit seven or eight tracks, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think of others. There's a, what's the name of that track now? That used to be Antioch uh, Horsepower Park. Yeah, Horsepower Park. That's about uh, 45 minutes from me. Boone, uh, Boone Fairgrounds. So I've never been there, and I, I I imagine it's probably an hour and a half or so, but I have never been yeah. there. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to make it up there, too. Uh, that's one of those tracks in the mountain. Uh, well, obviously different parts of the mountains over there, like tri Yes. Tri County's just oh so far. <laughs> Tri County's like four hours from me, and I'm in I'm in Columbia. I've never been there either. I've always man, I've watched videos and it looks so freaking cool. I just never made the trip. I think that's like three hours from me, if I remember correctly. Um, but like with we got with up in Virginia. Yeah. I ran actually I didn't go there last year, but I went there the year before. I'm definitely gonna go back this year as they have. I think they have two big events with the 604 yeah. car. Um, that's two hours. There's there's quite uh that aren't too bad of a drive just because you know how it is nowadays man everything costs so much you got to yeah. be smart try to race you know local and maybe build up a little bit of money and then you know try to hit a show here and there that you can uh travel to but um uh, do you try to do any uh clash or blue bridge races in your in your 604 or anything we know? went to harris last year which was funny we actually just went there to we'd gotten a new motor and decided to go uh, shake it down over there and the blue ridge series was there so we're like oh we'll see where we stack up and um 
really, I mean, I don't know if I would ever do it again. I just obviously being down on power weren't very yeah. quick uh, compared to them guys. So uh, I'm not saying it would never happen again, but currently that's definitely not on my radar. I'd rather just stick to what we know and, you know, run against competitive uh, or sorry, be, be against cars that we can compete with, you know, same motor package and the whole nine yards. Uh, if if it's like financially available, are you obviously wanting to get into a super or into a five twenty five or something? Yeah, I mean, certainly uh, anybody would love to move up. Um, you know, we've been or I've been sorry, not not we, but I've been super blessed with the opportunity to uh, you know drive a six hundred four, six hundred two late model from my parents. Uh, I got Jimmy Wilson who helps me. Um, that's an awesome man I met about two years ago. Uh, he does help us a decent amount. Um, and I thank him every, each and every week. Uh, I got base racing fuel. They've been helping us, which is tremendous. Um, you know, it's, it takes a lot to do this, but you know, we're, we're content with what we have. And then obviously, like you said, if anything were to come up, I would certainly jump at it and, and would love to move up, but it's something that I do myself. I feel like if you can't do it right, there's no point in doing it. And we definitely don't have the to do it right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, it, you you can't jump into something you know it's not going to be sustainable or not work out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, based off of that, uh, if you had to pick one touring super late model series to run for, if you had the opportunity, which series would it be? Oh, man, if I could hit the national level, I like the War of Outlaws schedule just because uh, when you kind of look at it, they, they stay in like one region for three or four weeks, and then you get to more or less have two weeks off, which gives them guys time to go back to the shop and kind of, maintain things and not saying lucas don't i mean lucas gives you time to go back your shop as well but that war of outlaw uh schedule just looks really appealing if i had a super and had the funding to do it and then on like a local uh level i I like what the ultimate series does that um uh southern all-star series the ray cook series man they they've always got really good shows at really good tracks that's what i like about his stuff is all them races you watch they usually put on a really good show so I don't I know, it'd be hard to choose, but I would say if I could, I'd go World of Outlaw Racing. Yeah, no, I respect that answer. I, I love I love Lucas a lot, but I, I would like them to get more southeast. I like to see them get farther south besides Florida and yes, yep. Miles and uh they still yeah, they still go to Talladega at the end of the year. I, I would I would I wish they wouldn't have gave up on Cherokee after the Grassy Smith got canceled the last two years. I know. I, I remember that. We actually, my old man was at the track and I had just left work because I think that was a Thursday I'll, race. Uh, and, yeah. Um, and Thursday, they canceled was and I was so upset. Yeah. Cause I saw it was raining. Uh, it was raining hard this past year. And I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen. And then the power outage stuff happened. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. Cause my dad was at the track and said it wasn't even that bad. That's yeah. right. Yep. It was the power is what it was. Good. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Something kind of like that happened. Uh, what was that in 2021 uh, for the Rock Galt? I dr- I drove all I drove an hour 45 up there, and then get, get finally walking through the pits, and then a monsoon starts for like 20 minutes, and then like uh, stopped, and then it rained for like another <laughs> 10 minutes, and then they like rescheduled, and they're like, oh well, uh, we'll see you in September. <laughs> they postponed it like Goodness six months. No, I I did come back, lost my pit pass though, and had to pay for it again. But we you live in Goodness. Europe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that is a little bit frustrating just because you're you're kind of forced to try to maintain that pass for them many months. But um, in fact, I think I remember we went through that same thing um, with our passes where they I don't know if they fell out of the truck or whatever, but I can remember we had to really do some talking to try to convince them that we were there before to get back in. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. I, I, it sucks that they gave up on Cherokee like that. Uh, I think they gave up on Lavonia as well. They did. Um, they're they're not going to be in the area. At all. Um, closest is Smoky Mountain. Okay. Yep. I've never been there either, but I know they just made some really big improvements, and I'm hoping to go there this year if all goes well. We want to try to hit one of their big shows, but um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know who makes the schedule. I don't know who does any of that. It would be cool to see them come back or at least give it another shot uh, at some point, just because man, you know how it is. We. We have so many loyal fans at Cherokee each and every week. Uh, you know, I've never been to Livonia, but I imagine it's the same way. And it'd be it'd be really cool to see them guys uh, have the opportunity to watch, you know, World of Outlaw show or a Lucas Oil show, uh, you know, in the future again. They always put on a good show. It seems like to me, especially when they run them at like the fifty when they run like fifty laps, seventy five. Yes. Yep. So it doesn't turn into the blue gray. 
Yeah, I do agree with you there. The race definitely can't be a hundred. I love the I love the blue gray, but we know how it goes every year. hundred <laughs> percent. Smokey's gonna pit at like lap fifty five, lap sixty, get his fresh tires, come through the field. Everybody else pops their tires. Yep, and then he ends up winning. Exactly right. Kyle Strickler almost beat him on the strategy last year, but like I do remember that. Yeah, it's, I I didn't make it to that one because I was at Florence the day before when Dale Jr. was uh, running his uh, asphalt late model. Oh, okay, yeah, yep, yeah, Strickler. I I mean, I, we watched. I felt bad for him. I mean, he was so close, but man, that, that game's hard to play. Uh, we've done it with the six oh four stuff actually, where um, came really close to popping a tire. I think it was like a fifty lap race. I'm trying to remember what it was. Maybe been two years ago or a year ago, and. Uh, not that we were popping tires, but we were close is my point. And it's just funny. It's like, God dang, another 25 laps or so, and you just start seeing tire games being played. But um, I, I would like to see you guys run, get like a long race in there. Like if you guys are uh, have a big event one weekend, have you at Harris or Cherokee run 100 laps and see what happens? Yeah, I don't know about the 100 laps, I, but I can tell you that yeah. the 15,000 to win later in the year is supposed to be, I want to say, like 60 laps, uh, which could, you know, play a bit of a factor. Uh, I'm not sure. Obviously, we never ran that long, um, but uh, that, that should be a pretty good event to come to. I, I forgot the date, but it's one it's I got circled July, on the calendar. I, I have it on my schedule. I think it's July 8th or 15th. I, I know it's early July. Um, but yeah, right as I said that, I thought I was like, oh no, they won't like that because cost wise for the tires. <laughs> yeah. Right now things are getting a little crazy. I'm, I'm hoping, uh, that kind of gets dialed back. It's going to make things really hard for people this year. Um, and I, I, I'm curious to see what happens is my, where I'm going with that. I'm not sure how the local racing is going to be, uh, just cause dude, like you just mentioned with tires, they're getting mm-hmm. pretty, pretty in insane on price but at the end of the day i mean we don't make them calls hoosier does so it's unfortunate but maybe one of these days it'll come back down yeah i, I was about to ask if you ran hoosiers or american racers uh hoosiers primarily for every series we run there is a series uh man i'm trying to think blue ridge runs american racers yes and i'm trying to think what the american all-star series is doing i i don't remember the uh, rules for this year i gotta look that's that's a big series. I think they're the ones putting on that fifteen thousand win yeah, share. So I gotta, I gotta figure that one out. Uh, I was talking, I was uh, talking with a buddy yesterday, trying to figure out uh, who that was because we didn't originally know that was a crate race. We're like, what series is going to be at Cherokee for fifteen grand in July? Yep. We actually don't know what series it is, and then we looked in American All Stars and figured out about that. That was a whole five minute conundrum to <laughs> figure out. Uh, yeah, that's a good series, man. Them cars in that deal are no joke. Um, you know, it's like the crate racing USA deal. Yeah. Uh, them boys that follow that series are the real deal. And then, uh, this, um, American all-star series, they, they got a lot of really tough cars. So it's going to be fun. I think more or less just to get there that weekend and see where we stack up with them boys. And, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe have a shot at 15 grand or if not, we're going to do the best we can, but yeah. it should be a good weekend regardless. I think it'd be good if you just end on the positive <laughs> and go in there, see how you learn what you can, try to make what money you can, get out of it clean. I, exactly cool. right. At the end of the day, if, as long as we ain't tore up, I'll be a happy man. Yep. Uh, what's uh, what's some of your goals for the year? I know you want to run good in the 15K uh, American All-Star Race. Uh, what's it like you want to be- try to become a track champion this year, just be more consistent? What What's your thing for 2023? Definitely. So, I mean, nothing against falling points, but I'm – no interest in being a track champion or anything like that. I, I, I understand, uh, the, you know, use of that. It's good to get used to like a points format and trying to point trace, but me, I just go to the track each and every week. Don't think about it. Don't, don't even care. Um, my goal is certainly just be a little bit more competitive each week, try to be more consistent. Um, I want to go to Florida this year, uh, all tech raceway. They got yep. two big events. Uh, I think there's one in May paying 10 grand and then the one in October that pays, uh, uh, 28,000, I think it is, you know, I want to go there and I want to run well. We didn't, we didn't show very well last year. I went to the race in May and just, I had nose rack issues. I hit a, um, hit a tire and then bro- uh, broke the nose rack and then never could get it fixed in time for qualifying. So that sucked, but if we can go down there and run well. Uh, I just want to run well outside of our region. You know what I mean? I just want to go out of my comfort zone, have some speed, um, and just, you know, see how we do. Obviously there's always, uh, a bunch of factors involved but if if everything goes our way and we run well i'll be pretty stoked 
Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking back at your schedule last year. I was like, oh, dang, he made it down to Florida. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all tech was fun. We just, I went down there and then hot laps, we were pretty quick, but I tagged Ute Tire like a moron. Mm-hmm. And then the, we were, it was us and Street Sox, the only two divisions there. So like the turnaround was really quick. And I think I was in the second group of qualifying. And um, by the time we even thought about what we we're going to do to fix the nose, they were yelling for us to staging. So I, <laughs> I, uh, I certainly regret that decision on, Ter, uh, steering in too soon in three but regardless i know going back what i need to do different and i uh, feel like we could you know possibly run well um there's a lot of good cars down there in that region too that florida florida you know area is pretty strong so yeah, it'd be it's cool very- to go run well uh what's your favorite what's your favorite track you've uh ran at so far man i would have to say swainsboro with the with the current configuration um they used to be like a three-eighths mile, pretty high banked, uh, or I won't say high bank, but pretty banked. Um, and it was uh, red clay or whatever, I guess you would call it. Yeah. So like, it was kind of like a Cherokee. Uh, it raced decent, uh, was fast, um, and it was fun. But then they shut down, I think, for a year, came back, and they made it this tiny bull ring. I don't even know the size yep. of it. It's got uh, gumbo, uh, or I call it gumbo. I don't know what the heck it is. It's like gray. It's not red clay. It's like yeah, some that, gray uh, dirt. That's Sonoya dirt. Yes. And dude, yeah. since they've done it, and, and it's flat, it's as flat as you can ever picture. And it is the best racetrack, in my opinion, that I've been to. I ain't been to a lot, so I can't say much. But the few tracks I've been to, when I think of my favorite track, it's easily Swainsboro because it gets dead slick. You're off the fuel. Um, you got to be really smooth. I mean, it's just, it's freaking awesome. I tell everybody I know to go down there at least once because there's no way they leave. They're not happy. And it don't hurt tires. That's the beauty of it. You can go down there and race. If you don't even run well, you ain't got to worry about how many tires you hurt because it's just it's so slow and slick. You don't hurt nothing. Yeah, I feel like that's one of my favorite type of configurations. The track's just flat, short, bullring, tight. You're always you're always fighting for room. You're always fighting to get your nose in. You're always yep. trying to clear yourself up. Like that, that's one of my favorites. Uh, so, uh, if you had to pack, pick like one track that you haven't been to that you want to go to, like as a dream track, what track would it be? Whew. Man, I guess as a dream track, I would say like your Eldora or like your Eldora, like your Fairberry. I mean, that'd be cool, but like as far as like crate stuff, because I know they don't run them there, like I would say I, I would like to hit a Smoky Mountain. I've seen enough videos. Well, I know they reconfigure, but yeah. that place always seems really cool. The cars are really, really good um you know a lot of competition there i want to go to bulls gap too i've been there to watch in person but i never had my car with me um that place is insane i'd like to go there um i would love i don't know oh i guess sonoya i I heard that place gets really slick i'd like to go uh i like tracks like that and we don't have that in this area so anytime i can go to a track that gets slow and slick I, i enjoy that so i guess i'd go there um and then East Bay, obviously, with their last year coming yeah. up, I'd love to go down there next year. Yeah, I need to see you. I need to see you down there with the crate racing guys uh, next year. Certainly, it's already. We talked about it. Uh, obviously, we watched on Flow the couple nights that uh, they were down there, and me and my dad both got done watching and just looked at each other and was like, "Well, we might need to make yeah, that well. happen." <laughs> I said, "Okay." So we'll see. Obviously, anything can happen between now and then, but um, if all is well, and you know we still got our cars and we're doing well. I, I want to go there next year considering it's the final year. Yeah, no, I, I finally made it down there actually one week ago today. I was uh, down there for the all-star sprint cars. I wanted to get down there for light models, but I got down there Friday. Wouldn't have made it in time. And then they yep. ran out Saturday. So uh, I missed out on Lucas seeing Lucas there, but I'm already kind of circling on my calendar to get there for the last race in October of 2024 for 50 K to win. Is that what it is? Yeah, 50K to win Oct- uh, October 20th, 2024. Okay, good to know. I'm going to have to keep that on the calendar, too. Might have to take a weekend off and go down and watch. I know. It's about uh, how oh, – well, you're Lincolnton, so add, add another uh, hour hour 30 to it. So it's probably about nine and a half hours for you, 10. Oh, I know it's a dig. Yeah, it ain't no, yeah. uh, it ain't no trip into town. I know that. <laughs> yeah, because my uh, – my girlfriend's about seven hours from me, and then it's another hour from her house. It's about eight, eight and a half from me. God dang, your old lady lives in Florida. Now, trust me, I'm getting her. I'm getting her up here. I'm getting <laughs> working on that. Oh, that's fun. That's just I been temporary. Getting her back over. Yeah, but 
Yeah, so I'll be driving a lot. <laughs> oh, I understand that. If, uh, if I was going to eat, if the rain didn't stop as much, I didn't have to get back Tuesday. I would have stopped at Volusia last week because yep. that was the day Kyle uh, Kyle Larson was there. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to – I still haven't been to All Tech, and I'm three and a half hours from Golden Isles, and I was this close. I was very close from going down there. For the final night uh, last month, when Overton passed Ricky Thornton Jr. on the final lap. Yep, I, I, I can tell you right now, I've never been to Golden Isles either. But if you get the chance to go to All Tech, you won't regret yeah. it. That place is really cool. The facility is really clean. Uh, it's it's a beautiful place. That's my second favorite track by far. I love Swainsboro just because we ran well there. I think, but uh, All Tech is really fun, especially in the seat. It's super slick. Uh, you need to you need to make that happen. Yeah. I, uh, I actually went down to Screven uh, the the weekend after Golden Isles, and I, I really enjoyed that facility. That's a really cool track. Uh, get down there for the Winter Fraser Rebel Yell. They they pretty much only run bigger events. It's not a weekly track. That's what uh, I thought. Yeah, yeah. They run. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything around there that weekend. SCDRA nineteen thousand dollars to win. Yeah, it was a big. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah. that. A hundred cars showed up. Uh, guy got dumped going into turn one. With five or like seven laps to go for the win, the big crowd of people after yelling, it was it was fun. But also, if you ever go there, just know you're not getting out before two a.m. Just really, just yeah. I that that Friday night, I didn't leave the track to go to my hotel for the night till two forty-five. That sucks, man. I yeah, mean, it, obviously, it, I know it it's a rough. part of it. Don't get me wrong, but there's yeah, nights where you're just like, goodness yeah, gracious, like, can we not get going? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well. It's kind of based on how they do the format there. They do uh, ten like qualifier races for the front wheel drive division. Yep. We're top two lock out of that, and then everybody else goes LCQs. Which that means the those LCQs uh, the beginning of Saturday, well, like two o'clock Saturday, are crazy. It's like twenty five car LCQs and <laughs> two, two transfer out of three uh, three LCQs. Yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, if if you make a scrap and you gotta go to the concession stand, best best racetrack food you'll get. Uh, just all home cooked, all uh, dang okay, all all the meat there's all homegrown too. All the all the beef, all the chicken, turkey, everything I got there. Uh, what I have hamburger steak, really good. Barbecue sandwich, incredible. I'm about to write um, that down. <laughs> yeah, I th- I don't think their next race is till July. But uh, yeah, I was there uh, doing some media with uh, with uh, Kelly Carlton that runs Ultimate and SCDRA. He's he's really helped me out a lot once I've uh, since I've started doing this stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know Kelly. But, uh, man, he used to. I think he was with the Fast Track series whenever I met him. And yeah. um, always respected Kelly, and obviously uh, I know what he's doing now with the Ultimate series, and uh, he does a really you know really good jobs. So uh, it's cool to hear that, that he's helping you. He does a lot more than that too. He he uh he directs Wild West Shootout Vado. He does the Dirt in December at the Dome. Oh, he so does, that's a busy man. Yeah, he, he does Gateway busy. Nationals, and he's a full time uh paramedic too. Oh wow! Like I don't understand how that guy has so much time for stuff. <laughs> like holy cow! I, I just wish I could juggle stuff as as well as he does when I'm years down the line. Exactly. Uh. Do you have uh, before we finish up? You have any any more people or any more sponsors you want to thank? Uh, any ones you left out earlier? No, I mean, like I said, I just want to thank my parents for everything they do for me. Uh, certainly wouldn't be where I am without them. Uh, Jimmy Wilson, uh, like I said, he helps us out a tremendous amount, um, and he'll never understand what he's done for me. But uh, and then base racing fuels just uh, people that we met, and uh, very thankful for the friendship and uh, the support they give me. Um, and then, yeah, I just hope for another great year. And certainly, if not, then we'll just buckle down and get back to work and try to try to get back to where we were last year. You know what I mean? Awesome. Uh, where can people find you on social media? I do have Facebook, just John Rogero Jr. And then my uh, Twitter is probably John Rogero Jr. or at John Rogero Jr. And then my Instagram is at John Rogero Jr. 44. Um, I try to post, you know, 
each and every week. Uh, it's probably not the best. I'm probably not the best at social media, but uh, we'll certainly try to get a little bit better this year and uh, try to keep people in the loop of what we got going on and where we might end up each and every week. So um, certainly, like I said, not, not the best at it, but I'm going to do my best to get a little bit better. I would love to help you out with it. If you need any help with it, I would like to get into the, doing media for driver type thing. We could, I would like, I would like to try my hand at that type of thing too. Well, I might have to get a hold of you then. Cause like I said, I ain't very good. <laughs> well, we'll talk at March Madness. Anyway, you going to, you going to put anything on the car this year? You're going to leave it all white again. Nope. Just, uh, it's going to be the same as it was last year. We got Jimmy's name on the right recorder panel. I got base racing fields in the right recorder. Um, just same as it was, uh, no need to change up too much. Uh, I like the look we have, and I'm, I'm just very, very uh, bland as a person and hoping that, uh, you know, I don't need to change any colors for any more luck or anything like that. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, well, it's been awesome talking to you, John, and I'll see you either, if I don't see you this weekend, I'll see you at March Madness. Yes, sir. I appreciate the uh, interview, and I look forward to seeing you at uh, Turkey. Awesome. Have a good night. All right, buddy. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with John Ruggiero Jr. He was awesome to talk to. Uh, really enjoyed him. He's definitely going to be on the podcast again. We're definitely going to talk to him at March Madness. Uh, but like I said before, I might have one hat available, and I got plenty, plenty of stickers. So if you want some stickers, just send me a message or, uh, yeah, just send me a message for the stickers, honestly. And tell me what other merch or merchandise you guys would like to see next. T-shirt, koozies. Uh, dog collars I don't know just tell me what and if I have enough demand for it I'll get some made um, but yeah my name is Evan McCrory thank you for tuning in the ninth episode of Doom on Dirt I know this is the longest episode so if you made it this far thank you and I'm gonna okay if you listen to this entire episode on the post of, for this podcast getting shared and all the BS I put there comment trying to think of a code word for the people that have listened so I can test people. Okay. Um, if you've made it this far in the podcast, well, now you have it. Now you've definitely turned it off. But if you made it this far in the podcast, go to the Doom on Dirt Twitter and on the post about this podcast being posted, comment double nickel. Comment double nickel and if you do that, uh, I'll give you a firm handshake or a cookie when I see you. But if you don't follow me on everything, follow me on Do Much On Dirt, D-U-N-E-W-I-C-H-O-N-D-I-R-T, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, social media stuff. Just follow me on there. My personal stuff, uh, I mean on Facebook, Evan McCrory, Instagram, Evan McCrory, M-C-C-R-O-R-Y, Twitter, at Father Doonwich. Uh, I appreciate you guys, and I hope you guys have a good week. I'll see you guys next week.